Jose Barrios was awesome this weekend. Plus, let's hit the waiver wire next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FPT in 5. As always, make sure to follow and stream us on Spotify. Today is Monday, June 6th. I am Frank Sample, joined by Scott White. And it was a big weekend for these two starting pitchers. Jose Barrios, big bounce back. Career high 13 strikeouts over seven innings pitched against the Minnesota Twins. And then Luis Severino. Just kind of looks like he's back, Scott. Seven shutout innings, one hit allowed, 10 strikeouts against the Detroit Tigers. What's your confidence level in these starting pitchers moving forward, Severino and Berrios? It's going up. I think it might actually be a little higher for Severino now because, yes, great outing against the Tigers, the worst offense in baseball. Okay. But Severino's been doing performing close to this for a while now. It's four straight starts, at least six innings, two of them seven innings. His ERA is 295 now. And I think what's more impressive than that even is, okay, so the the 20 swinging strikes he had against the Tigers, eight were on the slider, which he threw 26% of the time. It was the second most thrown pitch. And that was his pitch before all the arm issues of the past few years. That was... uh, that was what he he staked his success on. And he wasn't throwing it much early this season. And I thought maybe just the uh, the strain it put on the elbow, maybe maybe it wasn't something he felt like he could rely on anymore. But he's up the usage, and we've seen the swinging strikes go up. And even with him not throwing the slider early much early this season, career-high swinging strike rate now for Luis Severino, 14.4%. So yeah, obviously there's some injury risk there. He hadn't had a healthy season since 2018, but I, I'm kind of viewing Severino as a top 20 starting pitcher going forward, I think. Barrios, of course, he was drafted somewhere around 20th at starting pitcher this year and has a pretty stable track record. He'd been terrible early on, but this was a dominant start by every measure. It doesn't mean he's back on track, hopefully. I mean, he does have a tendency to, to have awful stretches and have amazing stretches where he looks like the Cy Young. And then the numbers usually end up about the same high three ZRA, you know, a little less than a K per right around a K per maybe. So maybe, you know, maybe he's about to go on a run here. Um, I don't know that I'd be that motivated to sell Barrios based on this start. I'd, I'd probably just, I'd probably just hope to that, you know, this is the start of him getting back on track. All right, we had a few prospects either promoted or recalled, and one of them was Joe Adele. Taylor Ward went on the aisle with a hamstring strain. Joe Adele was recalled uh, for the Red Sox. Jackie Bradley was placed on the paternity list, and Jaron Duran was recalled. And then we got the Rangers prospect, Ezekiel Duran. He was promoted straight from AA, where he was hitting 317 with seven homers, seven seals. Scott, are you looking to add any or all? Joe Adele, Ezekiel Duran, and Jaron Duran. Look, I think the majority of listeners, probably not, but I was looking to add these players in, in some of my deeper rotisserie leagues with the bigger lineups, you know, more than 350 players rostered in these leagues. I think there's a, a, a big question whether Adele and Jaron Durant stick around. Adele especially, Joe Madden said he wouldn't be up if Taylor Ward hadn't gone on the IL, which way to instill confidence in the guy. <laughs> but... They're also expecting a minimum stay for for Taylor Ward. So I I really think it's going to be a short stay for Joe Adele. He wasn't performing that well at AAA anyway. 
least not recently. Jaron Duran is up because uh, Jackie Bradley is on paternity leave, and, and so he could get sent right back down. But he did bat leadoff both Saturday and Sunday, so maybe the Red Sox will find a way to keep him around. He's kind of changed up his profile a bit this year after selling out for power last year and not really working out over the long haul. He's gone back to his roots being more of a contact hitter who runs a lot. But that certainly could be useful in those five outfielder the rotisserie leagues. Ezekiel Duran is the one that has the best chance of sticking around. Now, he's the least known in fantasy circles. He's being promoted from double A. But his numbers there were pretty impressive. 317 batting average, seven home runs, seven steals, 24 doubles already, a 936 OPS, 18% strikeout rate, which is good. And less than a 30% ground ball rate. He was in a lot of line drives, a lot of fly balls. That's usually a formula for success if he can sustain it in the majors. And he seems to be taken over at third base for the Rangers because their other recent call-up, Josh Smith, sprained his shoulder. Yeah, and he's widely available. That's Ezekiel Duran. He's only 6% rostered on CBS. So, again, if you play in a deeper league, I believe he has second base eligibility to start. And then, obviously, he will gain third base eligibility. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your smart speakers, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. We'll be back again tomorrow morning. Bye-bye. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts.